Hello, and welcome to I Hate Music. Today, I have my friend Jory with me. How are you doing, Jory? I'm super. How are you, Jason? I'm good. So, uh, you're on the road right now. That's right. Yeah, I just came from Seattle this morning. Played there last night at the Highline Bar. Nice. I like time. that place. Yeah. Yeah. What has your tour been? Uh, where have we played so far? So, let's see here. It's been... It's been a long trip for how a few shows I've played. I actually, uh, I planned the, the whole tour around one of my best friends' wedding. He got married uh, in Ronan, Montana. It's a little north of New Zealand. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, did a big stretch across North Dakota. I played in uh, Billings. That's my hometown, actually. Uh, Billings, Montana. Played uh, the next night in Bozeman. Mm-hmm. That's my hometown. Right. Yeah. Spent uh, almost six years there living. I went to college there. MSU. So, yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, uh, and then I had a couple, couple days of, uh, break in between shows to attend my friend's wedding and stuff. And then, uh, last night was Seattle. Uh, okay. and so that's where I'm at right now. So you've done three shows so far? Three shows total. Okay. Yeah. Fourth tonight. And then after this, uh, going to Boy- uh, Boise, Idaho directly mm-hmm. tomorrow. So okay. It's gonna be a tight schedule, but I'm excited. It yeah. Be fun. And then after that is Denver. It's Denver. Yep. So that's, I got a couple days, uh, of gap just to drive and do whatever uh, mm-hmm. cuz that's that's not until the 28th. So Okay. Yeah. And then after that you're in Lincoln, Nebraska. Lincoln on the on the 30th and then I go okay. back home. So Nice. And you're living in Minneapolis now. I am. Yep. I've been there almost a year. Okay. About 11 months when I get back. So Cool. What part of Minneapolis are you in? I'm actually on the St. Paul side, uh east side of St. Paul. Yeah, I'm not very familiar it's... with St. Paul. I lived in Minneapolis on and off for Did you? Okay. like 12 years, but yeah. I was rarely in St. Paul. Sure. I don't know it very well. I will say you're not missing a whole lot. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I know, it's funny when I lived in Minneapolis, I knew hardly anybody. And oh, now really? I know tons of people in Minneapolis sure. now just because of there, my friendship yeah. with Tanner. And then oh, he right. introduced me to Austin. And then mm-hmm. like a lot of my Bozeman friends ended up moving to Minneapolis recently. Sure. Like you and Jake and mm-hmm. you know, it's just funny. I, I know way more people in Minneapolis now than I did when I lived there. Yeah. That's crazy. It's very strange. Yeah strange how that happens for sure um but i guess we should also mention that your your band your band is called anephorins anephorins yes Mm -hmm. and you have a record out on bind rune i do yeah Yeah. it came out uh let's see i think it was october 27th i'm not sure i think that's what it was last year last fall okay so and then that that record is actually uh it's called end hours beneath and Mm -hmm. it was i actually self-released it in 2016 on december 1st oh you did okay i didn't realize that Bindering wanted to do a vinyl release and a CD reissue, so nice. That's that's how that happened. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So, what made you decide to do this tour? Just to promote the record, or something you haven't done before? Or? Um, kind of, kind of both. Yeah. Uh, promoting in the hours beneath. I'm also playing like half of my set this time around is uh, brand new material. I actually have a, a brand new record that's finished. I'm just trying to uh, coordinate with the labels when we can get that out. Hopefully okay. later this year sometime, but, uh, just nice. trying out some new material, just, you know, doing new things. And right. I haven't really played shows out on the, on the West coast before. So it's right. I thought I'd just go for it and see how it goes. It's been really great so far. So are these the, like the first batch of shows you've done under this name or have you played um, other than Montana gigs? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I played one show, uh, it was November of last year in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. the hexagon bar with, the. Uh, my friend Jake's band, Circadian Ritual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I like Jake. Yeah. So that was great. But yeah, other than just like my, my Montana like comfort zone gigs, this is like, right. you know, my first branching out. That's awesome. So yeah, it's That's an exciting really cool. feeling. It's uh, been a really cool response so far. Yeah. Uh, Seattle had a surprisingly large turnout. There was maybe 90 people that came to oh, the great. door. So yeah. That's great. It was fun. Yeah, that's that's super awesome. 
Um, so you kind of do it since you have a couple of days off. It's nice to have like a little bit of vacation in there too, along with the tour. You right. know, yeah, get some rest time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that after Boise. I made uh, yeah, got some friends in Salt Lake City. I might crash a night there and then. Oh yeah, it's a good plan. Maybe see some nature on my way to Colorado. Right, we'll figure it out. So yeah, well that's yeah. great. So uh, you have another record in the works. You're gonna try to do something like this again. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, uh, it's been great. This this time around has been really exciting, really fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoy it. It's it's tough being on the road all by myself. It's a one man act, so yeah. I, have to, I have to do all the driving. But uh, right. I guess I I keep thinking about like what's uh, like all the excitement I have to look forward to, and then the drive doesn't seem so bad, you know? Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> like oh, I get to do this when when I get there. So just right. know, keep going. Right. Yeah. So is that something you'd want to do? Is expand to have more people involved, or are you just eventually keep it solo? Um. It's it's really nice to have that complete control, but at the mm-hmm. same time, I I envision at some point, you know, finding the right people to put together a live band. I think that could really, you know, just bring out the experience even a little bit further. Like, yeah, you know, have a fuller sound. So yeah, that makes sense. It might be fun, and and people don't have to just awkwardly stare at me on stage. You know, I'm the <laughs> somebody only else to up look there. at from right. time to time. Yeah, yeah. and that then makes sense. Maybe I can feel like the comfort of a group or something too. Yeah. It's a little bit terrifying being out there by yourself playing along with the track. And sometimes you can't hear because you're kind of slave to your monitor mixes. Yeah. The monitors would be essential at that point. Yeah. I thought about getting some in-ear monitors or something like that. That's not a bad idea. Make life easier, but yeah. Yeah. I haven't jumped on that yet. Sometimes those have issues too. I've never used them, but I know a lot of people that do and they swear by them, but they say if there's something like if something goes out or something goes wrong, then you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually saw that happen. I actually, I, uh, I drove down to Salt Lake city. When was it? Like maybe in 2013 to see Alcest and, uh, Anathema. Okay. And, yeah. uh, I think Danny Cavana, the guitar player for Anathema, right. like had a, a fit like in the middle of the set because his, his inner yeah. monitor, something was wrong with him, you know? Yeah. I can't remember who I was talking to, but somebody kind of I was talking to a vocalist uses the inner monitors and I want to say it was Annika from the gathering when okay. she was in the gathering, I think. Yeah, it, no, it was because Agalock was touring with the gathering and she was talking about her in, in ears and she was saying like, it's, it's so great. But then if you don't have them, it you're, you're just fucked because you're so used to having it right there and having so much control over it. And, sure. And if they go out, then you're just like using regular monitors just don't do so. Right. But, uh, I've always thought about using them too. Cause I know like a lot of like bass players, use them and they'll have like the DI like just in the in-ear and they'll have you know the mics like going out into the house and right yeah it'd be interesting I don't know because when I can't hear I have huge problems too like right. I, I hate that right. <laughs> just, you, you know where your fingers are supposed to go but like just the validation of hearing it really solidly well you know, and just everything and like hearing your bandmates like especially the drummer yeah. you know, like oh, just man. to lock in with that like you need that yeah yeah there's been so many times where I can't hear a thing or I hear just like white noise Oh, and yeah. it's just awful. Mm-hmm. Just if it's it, too loud, you can't hear anything. Yeah, just, and it just yeah. kills your spirit too. Right. It's like, yeah. okay, now I'm just going through the motions, and mm-hmm. that's not good. Oh, right. That's tough. What's well, that's super cool. I'm glad that you're out doing this. Yeah, thanks. I mean, it's amazing to be here. It's been forever since I've been in Portland, so I'm excited to actually play here tonight. So, so when was the last time you were in Portland? It was it was long enough ago. I don't really remember. Really, I was a yeah. kid. Yeah, my family okay. did a little vacation through Seattle and looped down through Portland. Oh, that's so. cool. Yeah. When I was growing up, uh, we never came out to the West Coast, so oh, really? I'd, n- I'd never been here until I moved out here to join Sculptured back in 97. Well, okay. Yeah. But I just 
blindly came out here. I had no idea anything about Oregon or Washington or anything. Crazy. But, okay. Uh, we we took trips, but it was always like out east. We'd go to Michigan where my mom grew up, or we'd go we go to Salt Lake City sometimes and sure. you know, things like that. But we never came out west, so I just had no idea Interesting. what to expect. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not that far from Bozeman. So, you know, no, it's not at all. I, yeah. I just had no idea, you know. Hmm. So you grew up in Billings, but you right. went to school in Bozeman. I did, yeah. Okay. I lived in Billings for three years, two or three years. Did you really? Okay. When I was in middle school. I'm quite a bit older than you are, so. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm we, 26. Yeah, I'm a yeah. lot older. Than, I'm yeah. like four <laughs> times your age. Oh, dear. Well, you don't look it. You're doing good. You're doing yeah, I'm 89. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There we go. I've been um, around. Yeah, I used to live uh, like kind of like at the base of the rims, sort of. Oh, okay. Like over in that area. Yeah, that's nice. My my dad had a place up there for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I haven't been to Billings in forever. Like really long time. It's a it's become kind of a weird dynamic. I don't know. It's, I'm glad I don't live there anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's expanded a lot. Like it's it seems huge for a city in Montana. It's kind of right. unbelievable. Billings is such a weird beast because it's just it's kind of on that cusp of like western versus eastern Montana. Right. And like you go a little bit west and you start getting into like the more like mountainous stuff and then you get a little bit east and you're like more towards like the mile city, you know, mm-hmm. type stuff. It's a, it's an interesting place, but, uh, yeah, I liked it. I mean, especially when yeah. I was living there, it was mid to late eighties. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. So I think it's, I imagine it's way different now. Bozeman is way different now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Bozeman's, it's getting expensive to live there. So yeah, it is. Wild. It's funny. Cause when I was in high school there, like I was in a grindcore band and like, oh, yeah. nobody had ever heard of death metal. So we were playing these shows at like yeah. the Hofbrau and, uh, what's the, what's that one fucking place? Uh, the filling station. Of or? course the yeah. filling station. Okay. Yeah. We played the filling yeah. station all the time, but you know, it'd just be like all these cowboys drinking beer and they're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? And we're playing like napalm death stuff, you know? Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just to- like, nobody had any yeah. frame of reference and sure. Now it's not quite as unusual. Right. Yeah. I mean, I still would say as far as like um, a, a metal scene in Montana, like Bozeman is pretty much the hub still. I mean, if we're, it seems like it, yeah, we're kind of like the, at least the, uh, subgenres that I particularly care for, you know, like, right. I feel like Billings is still kind of stuck in this weird, like nineties thrash sort of oh, really? thing. Yeah. Okay. Like kind of, I don't know. It's hard to describe like Megadeth, Metallica worship. Still. Really? Yeah. Interesting. But I mean, there's, there's good bands everywhere. You just kind of look for them. Yeah. I always thought Missoula would be the place. You know, it seems yeah. like Missoula would be the place that had like the black metal and stuff like that. But sure. I don't know. The first one I, I knew about was Nequiter in Bozeman. Right. Yeah. And that's and how Jake's I got band. to yeah. know Jake. Sure. Is, is through that. I mixed like two of their records and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I really liked, I thought they were really onto something. I thought their last record was really good. Yeah. And then absolutely. I started hearing about more and more bands popping up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Agalock played the zebra, I don't know when it was, 2012 or something like that. I met all these people that were coming out. Like, yeah. oh, I drove from Kalispell and I'm in this, you know, metal band. Like, yeah. That's so weird. Crazy. You know, but the crazy thing about that show is I was just like a month uh, shy of being 21, so I couldn't go. Oh, I was really? going to come see you oh. at, the, at the Zebra. Like, I was going to drive up from Billings to go see it. But that was a good show. It was yeah. cool for me just like coming home and, yeah. you know, playing a show like that. To, right. You know, it wasn't a big show for us by any means, but it was really cool to play in Bozeman and right, in front yeah. of like a lot of kids I went to high school with, you mm-hmm. know, came and they had a little write up in the paper about like local boy done good. It was really strange. Right. Yeah. Look at this guy. Yeah. 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 Cool. It's funny. That's awesome. Well, you want to, you want to play a song? Sure. Yeah. Right, I'd love to. Let's uh, do it. 
really curious to see what you think about this. I don't know if you know who this band is. They're still kind of up and coming. They only have one record out so far. They're okay. a German group called The Great oh, oh. Cold. Sorry, I'm not supposed to say. Yeah, yeah. You're Uh-oh. supposed to keep it a secret. Oh, dear. That way it's like a, a blank slate. Right. Okay. So I have no preconceived notions. So when you play me fish, I'm not like, oh, okay, I know what fish sounds like. So this way it's just like total blank slate. All right. Well, hopefully you... You haven't heard of this band. I have not heard of this band. Okay, so I'm not going to tell you what they sound like. <laughs> okay. How about that? Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. No, no, you're good. Jump the gun here. Okay, here we go. It takes a second to get going here. You said German, right? Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah, if you're waiting for vocals, you're not going to hear any. Okay, I was yeah. waiting for vocals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're an instrumental group, at least this, thus far. So. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just a, I'm a total sucker for like real washy, beautiful melodies and harmonies. Oh, yeah. So this, this totally, when, they, when this came out, I was really excited. So. Okay, so you told me part of the name. You might as well tell me it because I don't know. Sure. I don't know who this uh, is. They're called The Great Cold. Okay. Um, can't remember which area of Germany they're from, but uh, it's just a self-titled record. This is the mm-hmm. first track on it. It's called Aos. Nice. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, this turned out to be one of my favorite records, I think, of 2016. I think that's when it came out. Yeah. I haven't heard of this. Yeah. So, is, is it on a label or is it self-released? Or Good question. I want to say it was self-released. Okay. But I just somehow stumbled upon it on Bandcamp. And it was, it oh, was, yeah? It was like a... I love that. Bandcamp's such we'll a great resource just to like yeah. find stuff you wouldn't find otherwise. Right. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal find though. It's kind of, I mean, the the record varies a little bit, so you know, a little bit of like atmospheric black metal things with right. some post, post metal in there. Yeah, yeah. It's like a nice blend. 
really, really awesome production for like a first record too. It really is. I was just noticing really that. Yeah. yeah. The clean tone guitar sounds awesome. It's a really nice tone. Yeah. Is that a drum machine? I don't think so. It might. I think the kick might be sampled. But yeah, it might be triggered. Yeah. Maybe the snare. I don't know. It's really consistent, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I was just curious because the snare and the kick seem really consistent. Yeah. I like the bass a lot too. Yeah. That's some really good quality, like simple but effective bass lines. Right. Yeah. Actually, like, it's honestly, like, I don't mean to butter you up or anything, but that's one of the reasons why I like the eggs, you know, I like a lot of Agalock songs so much, you know, because it's, it's not overly complicated. It's exactly what it needs to be, and it's right. just so solid. That's, yeah, that's you what know? I always tried to I, do. I love that, yeah. People are, a lot of people, well, not a lot, but some people are always like, why don't you do more runs? And why don't you, and it's just like, Number one, it's not really my style. And number two, I just don't think the music calls for it. Oh, right. Yeah. You know? I mean, just like that. It makes, I think of like, not unlike the waves, you know, it's just like right. a couple of notes, but it's just so on point. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's just that's what, yeah, yeah. That's what we tried to do for right. sure. Yeah. This is really cool. I like this a lot. I'm glad. Yeah. To be honest, a lot of the, like the post metal type stuff I'm getting kind of tired of. Right. I've yeah. just been listening Same. to it for so long. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, like, post-rock, like, forget about it. It's just, like... Right. There's so many people doing the same exact thing. But this now. this is kind of a fresh take. Like, this sounds agree, fresh yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it for that one. That's great. I'm going to have to look into that. I really like that a yeah. lot. Yeah, absolutely. The Great Cold. The Great Cold, From yeah. Germany. Okay. So... I bought their T-shirt and stuff. Yeah, I'm from Bandcamp. I did. Yeah, nice. I was happy to share that bank. So, uh, very few of my friends still know about them. I think so. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Okay, well, I'm gonna figure out something to play. Sure. Okay, this is actually this is a great, a great chance for me to play this. Hi, Mr. Smith. Please excuse Sarah from work until Monday. She's in a bit of a pretty awesome, huh? Slippery situation. Yeah, is this an ad? Yep. Oh, okay. And totally underwater. I love ads. This is my favorite ad from last year. Is it? Yeah. All day. It's up there. I mean, I don't think it made my top ten, but uh, I mean, maybe ten might be exaggerating. Right. Yeah. Okay. Here we are. Ooh, okay. Can't tell if this is familiar to me or not. This is this is cool. It kind of reminds me of Bethlehem. It reminds me of a few different things. Sure. And it's it's kind of got that zany element of weird to it that that's a very unique flavor. Shoot, I don't I don't know if I know who this is. This really flew under the radar. Yeah, I wanna do something, take it in my tongue. 
Can I ask how, how old this is? Is it like... Yeah, this uh, came out 2012. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I would have guessed it's older than that. It's kind of got that... It feels like it. Like that early 2000s or late 90s kind of sound to it. Yeah, it. it's... It came out 2012 and it just... It didn't get any press. It flew under the radar. And really? the only reason I know about it is because they're, they're friends of mine. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. It's two guys. They're Norwegian. Is this a super group of some sort? Or these, this is no. Um, I'll just tell you. The, the band is called Formloff. Formloff. Okay, I've never heard of that. It's uh, two guys, uh, Marius and BK. Okay. And uh, Marius, pretty much every musical ende endeavor I do besides like Agalok and Karata, Marius yeah. is in. So he's in Snares of Sixes. He's in Self Spiller. He's the new really? vocalist for Sculptured. Cool. Like, All right. He's been one of my closest friends for 15, 16 years. Yeah. And uh, this was a project they did together. They did two records. Okay. And this is the second record and the last record they did. Cool. What does he do on this record? See. You know, I can't remember for sure, but okay. I would, I would say guitars, definitely. I don't, I don't think he's the vocalist on this, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. And this was on uh, Eisenwald. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. And uh, the name Formlof means uh, loaf of bread in Norwegian. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. That's and they kind of suspect that the record didn't do so well because... Like an American wouldn't know, but like a lot of Europeans like know. Like, this means a fucking loaf of bread, and like right. their song titles are all weird and yeah. surreal and you know somewhat okay. silly. So that's hilarious. Yeah, that reminds me of I can't remember who was all involved. There's this basically a black metal joke band called I think they're from Norway called Sportslov. You ever heard of them? No. Uh -uh. Oh my goodness. I, may, may, I think they're Swedish actually. Oh really? Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Ridiculous song titles and stuff, and it's you know usually about like s sports and stuff. Oh yeah, it's uh -huh. like black metal. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, these guys, their first record, it was pretty obvious that it was a joke. Yeah, I mean it was really well done and really cool, but it was like they had barking dogs and stuff like that. Is that right? Wow. And this one, they're like, we're gonna make it sound like a serious band, but we're gonna sing about whatever the hell they're singing about, sure. food and grocery yeah. shopping or whatever. Cause we, it's a really good sound. Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of dense. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Huh. This one, this song is called Spiholanda. Okay. And I can't remember what that means, but they had a shirt that said that on it, and it means something just stupid, like the world is a horror or something like that. Really? Yeah. It's something to do with horror. <laughs> I can't remember. I was surprised at how good the vocals are. Like, I love yeah, that style when it's done well. Just like this raspy, throaty, like, yeah. if I tried to do that, I would ruin my voice in about five minutes. Yeah. yeah. And some people try to do it That's and it cool. just sounds like shit, but right. like, this sounds really good. Yeah. 
a nice groove. It's like totally different than the beginning of the song. Yeah. The cleans, the clean vocals in the background are my friend Marius. Okay. up later yeah it's i really like it it was only a cd release was that i right? wish okay. it was on vinyl but it's just it's kind of sad because it's so good but like i'm looking at the youtube play count yeah and like this song in particular it's only been played 13 times really? since 2012 oh my goodness yeah <laughs> is it some like random uploader or is it I think it is a random okay. uploader, yeah. but still, it's just... Yeah. Wow, that's criminal. Wow. Uh, actually, this is the CD Baby upload. Is it really? Okay. So, yeah, it's too bad. No comments. It just, it didn't get any press whatsoever, and... Shoot, yeah. Thanks for sharing that. That was really cool. Yeah, I dig that record a lot. Some of the I don't know, melodic stuff in that last uh, last bit of the song remind me of what I'm going to play next here. Awesome. I think you might recognize who this is. I'm curious to see. Okay. Um, yeah, let's just go for it. Do it. Yeah, I totally know this. I just got to place it. For me, this is something that flew under the radar until like a couple of years ago. Oh, really? I'm like super into this melodic death metal style. Found out about this band and I'm, I've been listening to them a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah, I totally know this. Uh... It sounds very Swedish. I think they are, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think Dan Swano was the engineer on this record too. Okay. I mean, he did so many things in the nineties, right? Yeah, everything. Yeah. So this is from the nineties? It is, yeah. Okay. This is ninety seven. Jesus, it could be anything. It could be This. It could be so many bands. It makes me think of like. Uh, initially, I was thinking Dawn, but it's not Dawn. Oh, no, yeah, I love Dawn. Dawn is yeah. one of the best. They're incredible, yeah. Makes me think of bands like Eucharist. Yeah, oh, Eucharist is fantastic. 
mean, it, don't we say I mean, it? it? It sounds a lot like Dark Tranquility. Like early Dark Tranquility? Yeah. yeah. Like after, like, Skydancer. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like gallery, sort of. Maybe. I was just going to say the gallery, yeah. which I adore the gallery. Yeah. That that might be my favorite Dark Tranquility, actually. I might agree, yeah. It's just, it's so vicious and technical. Right. and Yeah. They, they never really did anything like that after, after no, that. No, no. I can't even listen to the newer stuff. Right. Every time I put it on, I'm like, right. yeah. this is not what I want yeah. from that band. Right, yeah. I mean, uh, when I was a kid, like the first record I got into by Dark Tranquility was uh, Character, just because it was the one that was out at the time when I discovered them. Character? I don't think I've even heard that oh. one. It's it's weirdly synth-heavy. Yeah, I've yeah I've heard some and, of that. Uh, had some good melodies, stuff. but then I, I backtracked a little bit and I found the right. gallery and I'm like, okay, this is totally this is like oh, right yeah. in with like the gesture race, like stuff right. that I'm, I totally crave. So yeah. It's great. Man, I don't know, this could be so many different people. Like I know like I, I know this, but it's not jumping out like sure. I mean it's not in flames, it's not any like the bigger right. ones. Yeah. They're definitely not one of the bigger names. Uh, and Sweden had so many Really great melodic death metal bands. Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a Night in Gales. Night in Gales. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Towards the Twilight. Yep. Yeah, this is the sort of the Twilight, uh, the the title track towards a Twilight Kiss. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, I I've heard this record, but I don't know yeah. it. Sure. Yeah. This is. I think this is by far their best record. They did another one after this. Um, I remember what it's called. It's not showing up. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. It's just like the the craft of melodies and stuff really oh, came yeah. together perfectly on this album. Yeah. But like, future ones are a little more aggressive and not as much on like the, I don't know, just the really melodic. Right. Okay. Kind of singing guitars like I like. So. Yeah. Whenever I hear yeah. music like this, it just makes me think of Tanner. All right, yeah. <laughs> he he and I talk for hours about melodic death metal from the oh, 90s. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's wild, yeah. that It's funny, when I first met Tanner, you know, Tanner's quite a bit younger than I am, too. And uh, we would start talking about stuff, and he'd bring up these bands, and I'm like, you were like three when this came out. Like, how do you know about this? Yeah. And he's like, I just I just know. Like, right. he, yeah. he had the... He was one of the first people I knew that really went backwards because so many people like they get right. into something and like they don't really look backwards and right. he was really good about looking backwards. Mm-hmm. And so he was talking about demo tapes that like that I traded in the early nineties. Right. Yeah. And, but like he wasn't even like aware of it until later, but he like knows just exactly. about, he knows about it just like I do. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And like Greek metal too is just right. like, he knows all that stuff. Yeah. He's a, he's a wealth of knowledge yes he, he knows a lot of stuff it's yeah. cool we're talking about tanner anderson by the way for the listeners yes of uh, obsequii fame yes yeah. and Great uh dude yeah amazing amazing person he uh i had a, the good fortune of seeing him every three months for like a year and a half we just happened to see each other every three months but now i haven't seen him in over a year yeah it's been quite some time sure yeah i saw him he uh he plays in Burning now. And yeah. I know that band with oh my yeah. My friend Seth as well. Uh, yeah. He plays bass for them. I saw them uh, a couple days before I left on my tour. Oh really? Yeah. Cool. It's fantastic. So. Yeah. He he sends me videos of Burning every now and then. Yeah. And he's told me a lot about it. And sure. Yeah. I love Tanner. That guy's great. Yeah. I'd love to get him on this show at some point. Sure. All right. Oh man. <laughs> okay. That. 
That reminded me of something, but I don't know if I really want to play that. It seems too obvious. Yeah, whatever you think. Actually, I know exactly what I'm going to play. LinkedIn oh, yeah. ad. Very nice. Yeah. You like this? I like this better than the other ad. Yeah. <laughs> this was my fifth favorite ad from last year. Is it? Yeah. Solid. AOTY, ad of the year. Yeah. I made an argument on Ooh, all right. It's got that HM2 distortion. Total HM2. Yep. Back in the day, you could say that this band was unknown, but I think because of because of books written on Swedish metal and the internet and Swedish metal becoming fashionable again, I don't think they're that unknown anymore. Okay. But uh, when I first heard about them, mid '90s or so, nobody—I mean, they just weren't around. They they never had like a proper album. I mean, they kind of did, but it was. They were never entombed, you know, for sure. Right, yeah. Even and though it sounds just like entombed. Right, yeah, they got that sound down. It's great. And it was around the same time. I think there's, was like, oh, I know there's, like, at least a little bit of, like, incestuous members there. Okay. Huh. And is this, is this track on a full-length record, or? I, you know, let me look. I believe it is. I'm trying to think who this could be. I'm going to metal archive them real quick yeah. because I don't think they have a, like an f- actual full length. Is that right? Okay. I think that it's somebody reissued their shit, like Relapse or somebody, okay. like a couple years ago. Huh. But I think they just have like a compilation of like demos and EPs. Really? Okay. Maybe for that reason I might have missed them on, on my searching for music. Say. Some reason I tend to gravitate towards like full lengths before I get you know, deeper. Me too. Deeper. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Okay. So they have four demos. Okay. One split. Okay. All from their first demo is '89. Wow. Their really? last demo was '91, and then they had a compilation reissue of all that stuff in 2009. Really? Okay. So their their claim to fame though is. They had one guy that was an entombed briefly. Oh, really? Okay. This this could be a lot of bands. Yeah, I don't know. It could be a lot of bands. It's a sound that a lot of people seek out. Like, yeah. There we go. There's the Floyd Rose stuff. Totally. Yeah. Man, I'm really searching. I don't know. It. The only reason I knew about these guys is because... Um, I think it was when Entombed put out the Crawl EP, 
there was some connection there. And then it made me seek out these guys, but that was... Shit, I don't know, 92, 93? Really? Okay. And uh, it was almost impossible to seek out stuff at that point in time, you know? It's not like I could just look it up on, on Spotify or whatever. Right, um, yeah. I didn't have that resource, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, this is Nirvana 2002. Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I've never heard of that. That's... Yeah, they... That's neat. Um, yeah, they had they shared one member with Entune for a little bit, and they obviously like going for the same style and all that. Sure. And I just always thought they did it, you know, really well. Um, a lot of those bands, I don't know, kind of like really tried to like type that style, and I right. feel like didn't really do it very well. But uh, I think these guys and and Dismember really nailed it. Right. Yeah. And depending on the day, some days I would say. Entombed is better, and some days I'd say Dismember is better. Sure, yeah. But like an overflowing stream is really hard to beat. That's one of my favorite records. Yeah, but yeah. Nirvana 2002. They had a compilation on. I think it was on Relapse. Crazy. Um, okay. Like of all the recordings, it's it's definitely worth it. Huh. It's really cool. good stuff. But uh, yeah, just totally, totally looked over, for the most part. Yeah, wild. Man, where do I go from here? I don't know. I'm curious. I'm just gonna go for this. Let's do it. You're either gonna get this like immediately, or like it's gonna be really deceitful. Let's <laughs> see here. Okay. Just that like big distortion kind of just reminded me of this. It does sound familiar. Waiting for the vocals. Right, yeah. <laughs> there we go. 
definitely sound like sounds like the nineties. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean it definitely does, but like it's not. This is brand new. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yep. I, I guarantee you know this band. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Like this year, last year? I think it was earlier this year this came out. Really? Yep. Actually, uh, October 13th last year is when this dropped. So. and just see uh, okay. sh- shed any light on it have they been around for a long time Not really. I think this is the f- the first record of uh, the project really it's a, if I remember correctly it's a sort of super group first full length they've had a couple of uh, demos and splits ranging like spanning from 2014 to 2016 so wow I'm drawing a blank yeah it makes me think of like disembowelment and winter and stuff like that sure Let me click on the members here so Let's see here. one of the one of the guys is from uh Blood incantation. Okay, I was gonna say like this has got to be something to do with like Paul or those guys. So uh, let's see here. Yeah, two of them. Or actually, I guess three of them. Okay, it's, it's got to be spectral voice. It definitely then. is. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, this is from the new the new record. Okay. Yeah, I've I've got this. It's a thresholds beyond. I love that one. that cover. That cover is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah. I feel bad, yeah. Like, I'm friends with these guys, and I yeah. love this record. But yeah, I didn't recognize it. Sure. I mean, it's hard to when you're on the spot, you know? You know like yeah, sometimes. and yeah. Sometimes it's hard to pick apart this stuff. Right. But yeah, this this record's great. I love this band. It's like, super they're, cool. They're yeah. so great. And I love Blood Incantation, too. Like, they're just they're doing so many cool things these days. Yeah. And they're touring non-stop like right. they're yeah. always all over the place actually unfortunately missed special voice uh, they were just in Minneapolis like about a month ago I think oh really yeah a couple of my friends went and said it was really great yeah I've, I've only seen them once if I guess I've seen them once in blood incantation once yeah and then I re- recently saw Paul uh, playing with skull X here oh, really? he was phoning okay. with skull X but
feel like there's a lot of good death metal these days, like yeah. with these guys and Frenolith and yeah, like, and like even like Aesop's Extremity, Extremity band, like yeah, Extremely yep. Fucking Dead record is yep. really awesome. I like that a lot. Their full length is coming out in July, I think, oh, really? and it's really great too. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. It's awesome. I wonder how they made those noises if it's actually instrument noise or if they like yeah I don't know yeah when they're recording this Paul was texting me like photos of them oh, recording really? and stuff but I have no idea what they're doing huh. yeah that's a great record super cool I'm happy for those guys that they've gotten so much success right yeah it's taken off like pretty quickly so yeah doesn't sound like a commercial I know I didn't get a commercial I'm kind of bummed yeah You know it's a 90s record when it's like big long intros. Yeah. Right. And when it sounds like this, right? Maybe an MP3 compression on it. Totally. Yeah. Synths are pretty big in the mix there. Mm-hmm. Upload. I mean, it's it's always been rough, but this sounds more rough than it should be. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. I mean, there's I feel like I'm waiting for a change or something. It seems like oddly straightforward right now. Mm-hmm. is one of the first records that came out that just seemed like not really death metal but metal enough to kind of be in that genre but just overly orchestrated oh, really? like so many things going on like there's piano through the whole time there's strings there's synths and it's another one of those records like 
nobody really cared about or knew about. This one was in 94. 94, okay. That's funny. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 weird revisiting this. I haven't heard it in a really long time. I definitely don't think I've ever heard this before. Their uh, so this record was made in '94. Their finish. They had one record after this in '96. Oh, really? Okay. And they broke up in '97. They've never played live. Okay. And they have. No notable members. <laughs> really? Okay. You... Unless you consider Fall to Me notable or House of Mirrors notable. Uh, not necessarily. Oh, and that lead just comes out of nowhere. Jesus. That's so huge in the mix, too. It's like, whoa. I do not remember this being so problematic. <laughs> anyway, this band is called Decoria. Decoria, okay. It's interesting. D E C O R Y A H. And Crazy. Uh, okay. when this record came out, it was pretty big for me. It was. It just opened me up to all sorts of different things that I didn't sure. know death metal could do. You know, not right. that this is necessarily death metal, but definitely came out of that scene. Right. Um. Hmm. They were on Metal Blade. Really? Okay. So yeah. Aspect with on a label I rec- we recognize. But. Yeah, according to. Metal Archives, uh, they signed a seven-album deal with Metal Blade, but broke up after their second release. Wow, okay. I wonder uh, what, I mean, what would make them want to do a seven-album deal. That seems insane like Metal to Blade me. Metal Blade must have seen something in, in these dudes. So. Well, the the rumor is that they were all like these musical prodigies in Finland that oh, didn't really? really do much, but just sit in their room and make music, and they got sure. signed off of that. Um, and they were... The rumor is too they're really young. Like they were like sixteen when they made this. Oh wow, okay. So and it's really ambitious, it's really over the top, really well done. Maybe right. maybe not mixed so well, but uh, right. the composition and the musicianship is yeah, there. Right. So the I think they saw clear. Yeah. yeah. The album after this was called Fall Dark Waters, and I remember that one not being very interesting. Oh really? Okay. Huh. And then they did an E P called Breathing the Blue in ninety seven and yeah. I don't even know if I've heard that one. Hmm. But it's just one of those weird anomalies. It just like kind of came out of nowhere, and like me and my friends were like, "This is so crazy. This is so strange." And then a couple years later, you don't think about him again. Sure. And the female vocals too, '94. Yeah. I mean, it was just it was different for sure. That's neat. Yeah, it's a. Imagine like. In 94, this was like a fresh aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, you had bands toying with this stuff, but so much of it was symphonic with synthesizers. Right. You know, you had like Therian and shit like that, but then these guys, it's like actual pianos, and Mm -hmm. they had synthesizers too, but they had, you know, strings and all this. Cool. Yeah, it was cool. I I don't like it as much listening to it now. (laughs) 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that happens. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you grow out of things, or like you just you're in a different place. Yeah, it's just in your life, or you're in your mind, like you know, just this style doesn't appeal to me as much as it used to. Sure. I remember in the '90s, stuff like this really blew my mind because I was so used to like primitive death metal or punk. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, I was a punk kid that got into death metal and then I was like so into like the primitive stuff that when yeah. something like this came to me and it was something I enjoyed and it was something out of the metal scene. Yeah. I feel like it just like almost validated my tastes and I was like, no, like metal can be highbrow. Like metal can be an actual art form. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And this kind of validated that. And now looking back on it, I'm like, this isn't really what I like anymore. You know, I'd rather yeah. listen to Blasphemy, to be sure. honest. But yeah, well, that was neat. Tell me the name of the band again. It's Decoria. Decoria. Okay. I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Cool. But yeah, yeah. The, the album is called Wisdom Floats. And uh, yeah, I mean, I should probably revisit the whole thing before saying like yeah. I don't like it anymore. But sure. Yeah, it has more uh, more views than Formloff. 672 views on this one. Oh boy, yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, this came out on, it wasn't on Metal Blade initially. It was on something else, and then it got reissued on Metal Blade with a different cover that was a lot worse oh, than really? the original cover. Different artwork. Yeah. Like, here you can see, like, the, the logo and stuff just looks really bad. And they had a really interesting cover the first time and kind of well, a cool handmade logo, and this is just, like, a bad font. That's hideous, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when labels it do that like shit. It looks like a dollar bin VHS box or something, yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I hate it when they reissue stuff and they change the cover. And, right. Uh, I got a reissue from, I think it was from Back in, uh, Back in Black, the Red Buenzenda written in Waters record, which is one of my oh, yeah. favorite records ever. And the original that's, that's cover is really so cool. Record, yeah. And the, the reissue, the cover is cool too, but man, like I just want the original cover. Right. Shit like that drives me crazy. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know why they feel like they need to make decisions like that. I've heard from a couple different sources that sometimes they don't have the resolution to do it, like for vinyl releases. You oh, know, if really? they have, okay. you know, a release in the '90s or whatever that was never released on vinyl, sure. it's hard to get that resolution to blow up. You know, right to like a vinyl size. That makes sense. Yeah, that's what I heard about with Written in Waters. Anyway, really okay. So, Huh. Which makes sense. Sure. Or like licensing issues. and Oh, that could be a deal. You know. yeah. My least favorite is when they have like the Metal Blade CD reissue of like Gorgut's Erosion of Sanity mm -hmm. and Considered Dead. And then it has like the hands like coming out of the grave, like holding the covers on the... <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. It's marketing itself on the packaging. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. So yeah. stupid. Oh, man. That reminds me of this. So... I absolutely love this album, mm -hmm. but this band is one of those that has changed so much that I just can't listen to them anymore. Okay. Than, yep. So I'm just curious to see what you'd think. You might recognize this, actually. Well, here's a commercial. I totally recognize that. Yeah. Red Rock Deli. It's snacking fantastic. Oh, there we go. I love that. Oh, yeah. I know this. Yeah. Um, it's... Uh, Yeah, I, uh, it's by far my favorite record of theirs. Yeah. 
funny I chose this. I would never would have like chosen to play this if it wouldn't right the context, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's how it's supposed cool. to work. Right. I I hundred percent know this. Yeah. This is a '96. Cacophonous Records. I didn't actually know that. That's cool. Cacophonous. Okay. Yeah. They used to be a great label, like back in the '90s. Yeah. Oh my God. I yeah. I totally know this. Are they still active? Absolutely, yeah. I think they they just came out with a brand new full length. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I love this part right here. This is so cool. Oh God. Yes. Uh, I totally know this. It's gonna drive me crazy. Yeah. vocals will help we'll see oh my god yeah I what the fuck <laughs> there's a scream coming up here that has this really cheesy delay yeah it's so good it's so good though <laughs> Oh my god, I haven't heard this in forever. The production gets so weirdly thin right here. Right. For being a black metal record, it's very thin, like, yeah. not very distorted record. Yeah. Is this Stormblast? It is. Yeah. Yes. Demi Borger. Yeah. yeah. I love this record. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a gem. It's it's just crazy how how different, different they are. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Actually, I I haven't listened to that latest single they put out, but I heard it was awful. I I listened to it. I watched the music video for really? it. And it's yeah. It's it was pretty cringeworthy. Yeah. I love the first record too for Alt. Absolutely. So yeah. good. I even love Enthroned Darkness Triumphant. Like, yeah. It, that's a really solid it's, record. Yeah. It's, it, for me, it was kind of like the first like bubblegum black metal record. Right. When yeah. that came out, I was for like, sure. I love this, but this is so polished and so hooky and so poppy. Right. Yeah. It made me uncomfortable, but I also kind of loved it. It seemed like so subversive for black metal in a weird right. way because yeah. it was so poppy. Sure. Yeah. But now there's so much like bubblegum black metal. It's just like... It's just overblown. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's such a great record. It's way cool. Yeah, for some reason I, like a couple of my friends back in, I think it was like sixth or seventh grade, they turned me on to this band, like, because Death, Death Cult Armageddon was a thing, okay. you know, like Progenies yeah. of the Great Apocalypse. I thought it was cheesy as hell even then. Yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know, but it, like I backtracked a little bit and I found this record and uh, changed my mind about them. I'm like, oh, this is actually, it's really oh, something yeah. here, you know? Right. They used to be my absolute favorite band for a long time. No kidding. Yeah, because wow. of this record mostly. Yeah. 
And for Altid. For Altid has a really cool. little bit more of that like vampire thing going right. on. Yeah. That like Moonspell got into too oh, in yeah. Ancient. I which, love early Moonspell. Yeah. Yeah. The first Wolf two records. Yeah. yeah. Wolf Heart's so good. Irreligious? Is that the other one? Irreligious is the yeah. second one. Yeah. yeah. I dropped off after that. Really? I like a lot of their stuff. Like, uh, Maybe the uh, Memorial is the last good one, I thought. It's I'm not like sure I've even heard bright it. Bright red album cover. It's, yeah, okay. It's very goth-oriented, but right. really good sound. I just like I really like Fernando Ribeiro's like, oh, yeah. singing vocals oh, yeah. and stuff. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of great ideas just crammed into this one song. Yeah. It's really cool. And the, the production, there's a lot to... It, there's a lot to take in with the production, but there's just, like, so much missing too. But it's kind of the charm in a way too. Exactly. Like, yeah. There's a lot of that like '90s black metal where if it's not like a Naughton's magical thing, it's like this where it's like right. everything sounds a little off and a little wrong and a little cheesy and yeah. the synths are kind of like Casio and right. but it has a certain charm to it. Exactly. Yeah. It took me a while to like realize that I guess when I first got this record. Yeah. Like. When I saw the album cover with the big castle, and I'm like, ooh, right. this is probably going to be some like Gorgoroth shit that's you know, right. really edgy, and, but the production is totally not that at all. No. So, kind of, after listening to the melodies and everything, I'm like, okay, I get what you're yeah. going for. But Yeah, there's yeah. so much 90s stuff where the, the sounds were so bad and so cheesy, but I don't know. You get past it, I guess. Right, yeah. That, yeah, the man, I'm glad you played that because I haven't heard that in, yeah. in I don't even know how long. Yeah. Man, it's been a while for me, too. It's cool. All right. I think we have time for one more each. What do you say? Yeah, I'm game. Okay. Sounds good. That reminded me of this. Kind of similar situation where first couple records I loved a lot Mm -hmm. and actually kind of opened my eyes to some different things that could be done within metal or specifically death metal sure. and then they just went into stuff I just can't even deal with sure yeah a lot of my favorite bands like some of my all time favorite bands have just done that you know seems like that. almost all of them do right it's weird okay is this what I want this is sounds.com yep. your daily okay. source for loops and sam- you need a logo. This Why is it. Not make it today. With Taylor Brand, I recognize this one. This is Dan Seagraves new so ad. Yeah. Artificial yeah. intelligence to give you a hand. Design for free and purchase Here we go. This is an edge of sanity, is it? No, it's not. It's got that guitar tone that's really similar. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess it doesn't sound like Dennis Fono's vocals at all. What year did this come out? This was 94. 94? Okay. <laughs> Man, that clicky kick is like, oh, yeah. that plagued the 90s. Like, oh, yeah. It's <laughs> great. At least it cuts through. You can hear it. Right. It kind of reminds me of like Amorphous Yeah Like I felt like the, their first record is a little bit heavier than this Yeah Like Carly and Isthmus I'm looking up where these guys are from Because yeah. I want to say France France, but, really? Okay but, uh, Oh, Germany Germany, okay my first thought was like Finland. Yeah, like the rockiness kind of reminds me of like Zizma or something. Sure. Oh shit, they have a ton of releases. Oh, they're still around. Germany? Oh my god. Uh, Germany, yeah. Okay. And they're still around, I had no idea. Hmm. They just put out a full length last year. Really? Okay. Last record I heard from them was 95 and it was basically like indie rock really yeah like a drastic change huge change weird it's funny looking at their discography their demo in 91 was called Ode to the Churning Seas of Narmataru. Oh, wow. But then, like, their newest stuff is called She Makes Me Wish I Had a Gun. <laughs> or I Feel Sexy Every Day. <laughs> Man, what happened? I don't know. It just shed all nerd. Yeah. Nerddom. Love Nation Sugarhead. <laughs> Is that what this is called? No, okay. not quite. Yeah. And they actually, on Metal Archives, they have like a progression of their logo. Yeah. You can see like their old one, and then it just goes right with their change. It's really funny. Really? Okay. And they're on relapse. I'm a little bit uncomfortable with those vocals. Yeah. When they get too, like, drunk guy right. shouting, it yeah. kind of bugs me. I mean, it started out okay, but it kind of... Yeah. Ended, yeah. Anyway, that band is called Pyogenesis. Pyogenesis. Okay. I don't know that band, actually. They had, let's see, two EPs that I knew of, 192, 194. That one was off the EP Waves of Eurotasia. And then in 94, they had a full length called Sweet X-Rated Nothings, which I liked, but it was it was kind of 
indie rockish, but I thought it was okay. pretty well done. And then '95, they had one called Twin Ale Blood, which was kind of like one of their bigger records. And then I just fell off after that. They had something in '98 called Unpop that I heard about too. But really, okay, strange. But yeah, I I really like those those first couple EPs, and then yeah, you know, after that, there was a totally different beast. But yeah, I had no idea they were still around. That's crazy. Yeah. All right, last one. Hmm. I don't know if I have anything I can directly like relate with this, but like, I do have something that's on my mind that I'd honestly really wonder if you've heard yet or like know do about. it. Like, that's great. I just discovered this like. Uh, I mean, I've known about this band for a while, but I, they came out with a new record uh, very recently. Slayer? No, no, unfortunately. I've, I've known about them for a little <laughs> bit longer than a couple months, so. Maybe a whole year at this point? Yeah. I mean, I might be able to call myself a true metal fan at this point. That's you know, right. I'm working my way up. Mm-hmm. I so, like it. Yeah. But like, you know, I just wonder how I found Blind Guardian before I found Slayer. You know, like, how did that happen? <laughs> wow. Are you a Blind Guardian fan? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, mostly like the earlier stuff. Like my, my favorite record of theirs is called Tales from the Twilight World. Okay. I don't, I'm not really familiar. It's the one, I think it's the one right before Nightfall and Middle Earth, which is people say that that is That's the one. their like quintessential record. Okay. And it's fine. I just don't, I mean... They, I think they just totally nailed it with the melodies and just songwriting mm-hmm. on, on the record before. Would you classify them as power metal? I would. Yeah. I don't know. I have a hard time just, with a lot of power metal, so it might not be I, I do too, but for some reason, they, they're one of the few exceptions. That really? just really does it for me. Like, Hansi Kirsch's vocals, and like especially, um, um, what's his name, Marcus? I can't remember his last name. The I guess I the know. lead guitar player for that band. Okay. Just brilliant. It's, you know, he has a real knack for melody. Um, Are you a Halloween fan? Sort of. Yeah. I, the vocals wear Oof, me down a little yeah, bit. Yeah. That's that's usually where I have problems is the vocals. Oh, my goodness. So this might take a second just because I can't remember how to spell the damn name of this band. <laughs> it's a common problem in metal. Let me see if, if I can get close on Google and it'll redirect me. Okay. Yeah. So... We don't have to listen to the whole thing if you don't want to. It's kind of it's like pretty long, but um, at least get a taste for it. Yeah, great. So this is something that you like a lot, I assume? It's, uh, I still don't know how I feel about it. I'm okay. honestly just kind of terrified by it. That's great. It's, I love uh, stuff like that, yeah. Um, but definitely like a uh, breaking new ground as far as like heavy music i think this this band is relatively unknown still i love it when i listen to something i'm not sure how i feel about it right yeah actually i listened to this record for the first time uh, i mean i downloaded it because i um uh, i want to do music for my trip and as mm-hmm. as i was pulling into bozeman like really late after playing my show in billings i put this on and it, i was really tired but it woke me right up okay just, i was so intrigued Okay, there we go. Good. Mm-hmm. 
Kyllän tonttuja voi tuomien asleja. Ei alkia eivä. Pelkien It's one of the strangest things I've heard in a while. Yeah, this is bizarre. Right now, the drums are like overbearingly yeah. high in the mix. This band is, I mean, I've only listened to two of their releases. I only have, I have one record other than this one. Um, where on that record, the, the production sounds like it, it's entirely underwater. It's just like this muffled, just weird, yeah, eerie, just kind of muffled sound. But they're really doing some weird stuff on this new record. This the kick is so floppy and it's just right. everything's so weird makes me feel uncomfortable right yeah I keep waiting for the guitars to like get louder like if I remember correctly in. it does happen I just try to remember when It reminds me of something like Blue Dots Nord or right, yeah. some one of those crazy French brands. Yeah, this is from Italy actually. Uh, or maybe just the labels from Italy. I'm not sure. with my head. That's strange. It's cool to hear it in headphones because I can hear the, the spatial placement yeah. of everything. so funny because the mix is so odd it has to be intentional oh absolutely yeah like I feel like the Decoria record is like unintentionally mixed poorly right this feels very intentional uh -huh. Yeah, 
maybe the guitars don't come through a little more. I mean, we're about halfway through the track right now. Really? Yeah, I don't this know. This is so strange. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, is it is this like a big name, or is this just... No, I mean, as far as I know, they're not. I mean, uh, I used to tell you, they're called Reverorum Ibmalacht. Yeah, I'd never heard of this. <laughs> yeah. How did you find out about it? I, uh, I think back in, like, I want to say... Maybe like 2011, 2012, I was just surfing blogs for, like, metal blogs for okay. music and stuff. And I came across someone posting this very stark-looking album cover, and it was it was this band. Wow. And that's, like, the real, like, underwater-sounding record. And I was really intrigued by that, and I thought it was really cool. So I saw this pop up on my feed, Bandcamp, and I'm just like, oh, they have a new record. Let's see where they're at right now. And Yeah. So strange. I'm kind of, I'm really intrigued by these guys. I, I don't know anything about them. That's so bizarre. All these weird, like, harsh cuts, too. You know, yeah. Just, like, the guitars just, like, went away there. <laughs> I want to know their thinking behind this. I wonder if they think it's, like, funny or something, you know? Or, like, if they're just trying to really... They're probably just trying to do something some totally new. Weird expression, yeah. Yeah. Right? The vocals are just ridiculous. Yeah. It doesn't sound like there are any lyrics. No. Just kind of textures. It kind of reminds me of Beharit's Drawing Down the Moon at times, where it's just like the sure. vocals are just like these ambient soundscapes of underproduced nonsense. Sure. <laughs> like that. This is so weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just like... <laughs> it's like a never-ending procession of goofy voices, basically. Right. Yes, I don't know. I dig it, though. I like right, it. It's like... It's so unnatural sounding, but it's like hard to stop listening to it. Right. You know, you're just, you're just somehow, wanting to know what just, else is going like, to happen. You in. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I can let you look at the page here. It's yeah, like, I want to see what's going on. Wow. Oh, I didn't mean to turn it off. I did, though. I clicked on merch to see if it was on vinyl, and it is. Is it? Yeah. Uh, well, it might be a different record, though. Oh, no. Oh, this is the labels it's merch. the labels page. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's like MZ412. I love MZ412. Yeah. But it doesn't look like they have any from this band. Riverum. Riverum. Ib Malak. Whoa. Yeah, definitely a... That's crazy. Band of much intrigue. It's... A, I dig it. That's really cool. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were aware of them or not. No. Yeah. I'm glad that you They've, played it, though. I looked on Metal Archives. They have a lot of stuff that I haven't heard yet, so I'm, I'm really? curious to see what they sound like. Yeah. Well, just looking at this label, Bandcamp, they're definitely into some interesting stuff. They have, um, I always slaughter this name, Trepanerich, Trepanerings, Ritualin? Trep 
Pan Ring Richelin. I've definitely never heard of them before. Really? Yeah, yeah. they're they're um they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Sure. Um and MZ four twelve. I've loved them for a long time. Uh so these guys are definitely into some weird shit. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you for playing that. Oh, right? absolutely, yeah. People doing weird stuff. It's always refreshing, I guess, you know. Like. Yeah, and even if I don't love it necessarily, it's just nice to see, let's hear something that's just different like right. that. And yeah. Like, it's it's black metal, I guess, but only because of the nonstop blasts. Right. It's, like, it's almost got this element of, like, music concrete to right. it, you know. And I, these I love that. Pieces of things. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Kind of cool. That's fantastic. All right. Um, well, I think we're pretty much out of time. Uh, but would you like to lead us out with uh, one of your songs from yeah. your new record? Oh, from the like the brand new record that's coming out later. No, this no, year no. The, just, oh, okay. the one that's out. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not yeah, like a like, sneak well, peek. <laughs> Can you play me yet? a demo? <laughs> right. I mean, it's it's done and it's on my phone. It's tempting, but yeah, just play the whole. It's fine. Right. Yeah. I'll just let it roll. Okay. Let's see here. Yeah. Just. Pick one that you want to close with. Sure. All right. So this is uh, this is the third track on uh, the In the Hours Beneath album called Through the White. It's a. Uh, it might be my favorite one to play live off the record. It's just, I mean, the ending part has just got this really nice uh, melody part. It's really fun to play and just uh, just zone out to. It's really cool. Um, yeah, I, I guess I won't say too much about it. it yeah. <laughs> Let the music speak. Right, here All we right. go. Do it. Through the white.
Cool. That was awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. It's been great. Good luck on the rest of your tour. Thank you. All right. Yeah. I'll be back soon, hopefully. Yeah. That'd be great. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. Take care. All right. Bye. I have hit 